Hey, this is Dirk Reviewer from Megadeth, and you're listening to GhostCultMag.com. Back to the Ghost Club Magazine podcast. It's your host OJ. What up, y'all? Before we get into this episode, just take a minute to like and subscribe to our podcast, our YouTube channel, and wherever else we're at. If we get these numbers up, maybe we'll finally release that salted wounds track that you hear in our intros. But enough of all that. Here he sits down with Thomas Andrew Doyle of Bad Fame. You remember Thad from the '90s? He's back with his new solo album, Forgotten Sciences, and they chat all about it. Ghost Cult Mag and the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast welcomes in Thomas Andrew Doyle. You might know him from bands such as Tad, Brothers of the Sonic Cloth, Hog Molly, and others. Thomas, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me on, Keith. It's really a pleasure. Yeah, it's a pleasure as well. Uh, you know, longtime fan, anybody that knows of my affinity of uh, the era you came from originally, where you came to, you know, your sort of original claim to fame, the... I hate the word grunge, honestly. It's always been like a big problem for me. I don't know if it is for you. I feel like anybody that came from that era doesn't like the term. It doesn't really describe a musical sound. So it's always been weird to me to roll off the tongue. But it is the grunge era, for lack of a better vernacular. It is the 90s Seattle rock movement, which you were a huge part of the beginning of. It's kind of funny. I've been thinking a lot about um, Mark Lanigan since he passed away last year. And he had a really amazing thing in his book which is i wish i had never been associated <laughs> obviously i'm proud of where i'm from but i really don't care for the association and i feel like he felt like i think it kind of uh, covered what he was trying to do the rest of his career which was you know this very artistic high-minded heady stuff right uh, across all kinds of music and i'm i have a feeling you know, you would not want to be limited to, you know, the first thing people, you know, as much as I'm sure you're proud of that stuff as I would be in fantastic records, but you don't want to be roped in, right? That That's not a complete picture of who you are. Sure. Absolutely. And I get it. You know, people need to have kind of a uh, baseline for what something's from and where it could go. The, the way I look at it, it's like a door. And uh, if it gets somebody into the door, then they can look around to the rest of the rest of the area to see what's going on. Um, and, you know, I used to struggle with that too. I thought, you know, Jesus, we're going to be stuck being pigeonholed with this, this name for the rest of our lives and beyond. But I, I've come to terms with it. I'm okay with it. Actually more okay with it than I've ever been. So. Well, that's great to hear. I appreciate that. And thanks for humoring that. But of course, at the same time, we're here to talk about your new music. You have perpetually made you know, countless releases across different bands, but your solo career is of particular interest to me. It's really got you back to your composing history and your roots. You have a new record coming out June 23rd, Forgotten Sciences, and under your full name, <clears throat> and uh, it's it's really a wonder. I really love this record. The more I spend time with it, it really kind of brings me back to some of my original favorite records of all time, which is kind of the the less popular soundtrack era of Pink Floyd or Kraftwerk or Can. It's these very spacious, you know, they really take your brain on a journey, not just your ears and your, your emotions. And I really, the more I listen to it, the more it ropes me in. It's very hypnotic, these Man, albums. I really appreciate that. That's That's cool. That was the goal is to get people to not be... Uh, so attached to what they're actually observing and then just be a part of it. Right on. And, uh, you know, it's, of course, like, especially for the early part of your career, even 
you know, bands like Brothers, you're so synonymous with guitar music, right? Your guitar style, your guitar sound. Uh, other guitar players from that era always cited you. Even if you, you, you know, you hadn't been in the most popular bands, people always look up to and cite your guitar work. And then this record to me is so much more than just, there's great guitar stuff, but it's also so much more. There's so many great 70s keyboard sounds and just weird things I can't even put my finger on where they come from. Uh, you know, what is today, nowadays, if you, you know, going to go make music tomorrow, what do you go, do you just go by whatever you're hearing in your head? Do you pick up something like a one instrument first and start there? How does that begin for you today? Yeah, well, it's, it's a combination of all those things. Um, most of the time, it's just me, I, I sit down, I pick an instrument. Um, as of late, I'm working with a lot of synthesizers and uh, keyboards. So I'll start tinkering or tinkering around and uh, sometimes I'll have like an idea that comes to me in my sleep and I'll wake up and I'll, you know, kind of mouth the sounds into my phone and hopefully not wake up my wife. And uh, other times it's just like, okay, I've got this thing that's stuck in my head. Uh, I, I want to flesh it out and get it into uh into a recording but uh lately it's just been a lot of tinkering uh with with synthesizers and uh that's what i've been doing today is i'm i'm starting work on a uh, a soundtrack and score for a, a new horror film from the uk called cara and uh really excited to be a part of that and uh you know i'm just i'm having a blast sitting around making a lot of creepy noises Amazing. I'm totally looking forward to that. Love my horror and horror soundtracks. I'm sure, like many of us, you were totally inspired by and influenced by John Carpenter. And, you know, like I, he's still making incredible music. I, I, even the last Halloween film that I did not love, uh, him and his son did the soundtrack and it's just mind blowing. Yeah, that, that's that's amazing. I, I, I haven't seen that yet, so I'm, I'm really excited to check it out. Definitely better to listen to the soundtrack than watch the movie and sit, subject yourself. I mean, you know, you know, supernatural murdering machine person can't be killed. You already know the ending. You can you could just imagine the whole film plot. But like the soundtrack is fantastic. And I do like that they also, you know, I think uh, John was also the maybe co-produced and also had a music supervisor partial credit on the soundtrack so they also in, interpolated some modern groups that definitely draw inspiration from john like boy harsher and things of that nature so very cool stuff and um yeah i feel like all your solo work has this you know soundtracky you know kind of basis <clears throat> like even this record even even forgotten sciences is the soundtrack to something i haven't seen yet like it feels like it could be i would love to see some epic animated or you know some kind of visualizer representation for this record it's so good oh well thank you i appreciate that as a matter of fact uh, a couple of the songs uh a friend of mine who lives in uh belgrade he's been doing videos for me as of late and uh there's two of them he's for this record will be done by him his name's Grebo gray and uh he's actually uh uh united kingdom expatriate and he lives in serbia now with his wife and uh he creates a lot of great stuff and i found him on twitter and uh 
I just like the artwork that he does and he's a photographer as well. And so I thought, well, you know, this guy's got an eye, so maybe he'd be good to do some videos. And I started the dialogue a couple of years ago and it's been amazing. Uh, I've never met him in person. I don't know if I will, but you have a lot of great little conversations online. So there will be some visuals and uh, I, I, tend to stay away from visuals for my music because I think in a lot of cases, my imagination is greater than uh, a visual representation that somebody could do. But I, I feel that Grebo gets what I do and, he, and I like his style and what he does with things is really fantastic to me. So I, I think I worked with him on my last record and now he's working on this one too. Amazing. Remember when Twitter used to give us awesome things like overthrowing fascist governments or making friend relationships and creative partnerships online with very minimal barriers? Remember that? That was great. And yeah. <laughs> not today. I live about 10 blocks from Twitter headquarters. It's it's a lot of people crying on their smoke break, you know. Uh, but anyway, right. just tough stuff, <laughs> tough stuff yep. here in the Bay Area. But um, you know, tough times in the tech sector when you you know, ruin a, a perfectly good thing. But anywho, Forgotten Science is, uh, it is sprawling, but at the same time, it, it always holds your attention. And I do feel like it's got this very driven plot all the way through, not a musical sort of theme or motif that comes back, but just kind of, it's held together. There's a glue in it between the tracks that I really also appreciate. That's great. I, I appreciate that you even noticed that. And the thing is about this, this whole record is that it was originally one 55 minute song and uh, I had to split it up into smaller pieces because uh, for one thing, Bandcamp doesn't like big file sizes and mm. uh, that's one of the reasons. And then also I had to chop it down to, uh, to have maximum vinyl uh, low end uh, anything over 20 to 22 minutes with a side of 12 inch vinyl starts to lose its low end and it becomes uh it just doesn't sound as good it's not as clear so those were considerations but uh so i had to break it up and then uh i had to come up with with names for the different sections and uh and they reflect what's going on in the music to my mind and the things that have been gone going on with me personally you know they always say go with what you know and, you know, uh, work with what you know best. So that's me, you know, I, through COVID, there was a lot of dark sh shit that was going on in my head. And, and um, I realized a lot of things. And uh, part of this is a catharsis to be coming out on the other side of all that darkness that I discovered within me and able to get it out somehow in a healthy way without harming others was always that was a very big concern so i've struggled with depression and uh um, anxiety for most of my life i you know i grew up being a, a loner in school and a, a nerd and you know didn't have a hell of a lot of friends so i'm i'm kind of a, a social uh god how to put it i'm not very good in social situations so a lot of this my music is a way to for me to communicate with with myself mostly first and foremost so i can know what's going on with me and that's what this whole record is about is uh 
realizing that all the the darkness and all the lies that our heads tell us about who we are is not true and that we are are we're all good people essentially at heart i believe so um that's something that uh that's that's basically what the the song's about the whole record is about that i appreciate that and thank you for sharing that uh you've definitely put that front and center whether it's been you know publicly or it was in the press release you know uh i think your quote was like depression is and, and anxiety are, you know, horrible, uh, to paraphrase you badly. But, you know, I appreciate <laughs> you putting that out there because I think it's not often talked about enough. And I don't know if it's just part and parcel of just why he, the human condition is these conditions. Or, you know, maybe you're from the Pacific Northwest. I think you were born in Idaho and moved to Seattle, you know, a Seattle area. And it's dark and gloomy and gray and you know, why did the Beach Boys come from Southern California? And, you know, Black Sabbath is from Birmingham, England. So I don't know, you know, could be that. Um, but I do appreciate you putting an emphasis on that and putting it out there because it's vulnerable, but it's also necessary. We need to be, you know, talking about this. I'm sure you are probably blissfully unaware of the new Metallica record. There's a song on there directly dealing with like suicidal ideation and you have the Frontman of the biggest band of all time, statistically, the biggest selling band ever, rock and metal, talking about this. Like, I'm still thinking of killing myself, you know, in my journey and sobriety and all these things, like startling. And I'm so, you know, it's like, I'm sorry for what anybody has gone through, but I'm thrilled that these conversations are happening. This is a big thing for me. I also have some of the same problems. So, right there with you, pal. And uh, same always been an outcast even when i thought i was cool i wasn't cool <laughs> you know I, I might be cool for five minutes when i was on stage once but like you know or, or or twice or a thousand times but i never felt like i belonged even when i was thought i was cool so i appreciate that that's really great let's do a quick run through of the tracks on forgotten sciences and anything you feel like you want to share and illuminate with us is is great and appreciated so um the album starts off with part one, Skies Full of Coal. That's got, I believe, a bit of a uh, spoken word in the beginning. Um, it's it's just the dark blanket of, uh, you know, not feeling right in your mind, you know. Uh, that's just basically like Skies Full of Coal was the visual that I got out of that image and that feel for what I was going through. And, I, I you know, I, I'm not... I'm. Believe me, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm. Uh, you know, this. I'm the only guy that this happens to. I, I. I'm just getting this shit out because I have to, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's from a dark place, and that's that's what I, I. I feel better when I get this music out of my head and to uh, tape, and uh, skies full of coal was an example of like realizing uh, the darkness and then uh, moving on to odes to horrible dreams is like the repetitive thinking is it's basically uh, another name for the repetitive thinking of of uh, the horrible shit that we tell ourselves all the time you know and it's uh, it's got some more I don't I, I can't really I like I said I recreated this as a one long piece so having to break it up into smaller chunks was kind of counterintuitive to me. And, uh, but uh, I, I, I went forward with it. Um, oh, it's the horrible dreams, you know, just repetitive 
negative talk, self chatter. Um, I, I definitely, I've, I've sought uh, mental health as a result of COVID, and uh, it's helped. I see a therapist, and it's the best decision I ever made in my life um, to get get this shit out of my head. And uh, then ma machine noises sing. It kind of harkens back to where I grew up. I uh, I grew up uh, about four blocks away from a railroad railroad tracks, and the three and four a.m. trains were always going through, and it was comforting to me to hear all that 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 noise, you know, the screeching of the wheels and the horn and uh, the thunder of the the earth moving as they came through with thousands and thousands of tons of freight. Um, that's kind of an ode to that. Uh, Phantoms of the past. Um, that's, that's going back to the, the way you think, you know, and uh, I try to stay in the present moment now. And uh, the Phantoms of the past are always trying to get me back into that. And, and you can't relive or redo anything that you've done. So it's just an effort to stay in the present. Phantoms of the past is uh, exactly that. They're just phantoms. It's not even real. It's not even real anymore because there's, it's it, as far as, as far as reality, it's not, it, it never happened because, you know, the only thing we have is right now. The Shining Clouds, part six, or, or Watching Time, that, that's the next one. Uh, watching time was about, uh, you know, realizing all these things and, and, uh, being uncomfortable. And, uh, a lot of the things that we go through in life are very uncomfortable. And, uh, it seems like they, it's just lasts forever. So that's kind of like, a an acronym. I don't, I don't have the right word here. A example of, you know, just time freezing when you're stuck in something and it never seems like it's going to end. Uh, and again, that's being trapped in some weird outcome of the future, you know, so you're, I'm not being present when I'm thinking about getting out of something and instead of just being in it and being okay with it, knowing that it will pass. So, uh, then there's the, uh, part six, the shining clouds is, um, realizing that there's a, a way out of this cyclic thinking and uh, the negative self-talk. Uh, there's been many times when I've, I've considered snuffing it. You know, I, I didn't felt, feel like there was any reason for me to be here anymore. And uh, actually, I've always felt that way since the beginning of my first, first awareness of being alive. And so uh, the, the shining clouds is kind of your, my example of, okay, well, I'm not going to sit here and believe all this bullshit chatter that goes on between my ears. And I'm going to try to stay in the present moment. So uh, I, I find that I can be more in the present moment when I'm attached to nature and, uh, you know, get outside and, and, and be, have the wind on my face and the hair and you can feel it and it's real and it's, and it keeps you right there. And I think a lot of these symptoms that we're we're all going through is due to social medias, you know, it's like, oh, there's the, you, you know, you, 
you got to have this perfect life. And that's all you see of other people is that how, how well they're doing. Like, look at me, you know, I'm, and uh, I'm doing really great and blah, blah, blah. And and that's not reality. And that's, that's hurt a lot of people, especially young girls. I mean, my God, the body image that they have to deal with. And they think that they have to look a certain way and be a certain way instead of just be a human being and, and uh, do whatever they need to do to get through life. And I'm getting really deep and philosophical on this because this is a, a philosophical record for me. Your path to take is like, that's the uh, seventh part of the song. And it's realizing that you can make a choice and uh, you can choose what, what you're going to do instead of being a slave to negative thinking, essentially. And then it brings us to part eight, the truth, which is you get to do this. You get to be in life. And it's, and it's not all, you know, it's not all a, a, a bad thing. Uh, you, you can have fun with it. And there there's, you know, this sounds really crazy for somebody to be hearing this, you know, and go, wow, this guy's got a lot of problems, but I'm being honest. And, uh, I, I've never been predisposed to happiness. I've always had to create it and, uh, making this music and realizing all these things. It took me until I was like 63 to realize this shit that uh, it, life is but a dream. You know, you could just live what you want to live. And uh, as long as you're not harming anybody, there's no there's no reason why you should uh, have to to listen to a bunch of bullshit from your between your ears or from other people. You know, I, I was picked on as a kid. I come from an abusive uh, fatherhood. My father was very abusive. He was an alcoholic. Um, you know, I'm not the only one, but uh, it's just realizing that uh, you get a choice. You got it. That's it. You, that's the truth. You get to choose your life now. You can't be a victim anymore. You got to be, you got to create your own life because nobody's going to do it for you. And that's essentially that last part. That's all it's about. So. It's all ties into forgotten sciences and, you know, the, the, the science of living and, and you, you forget why you're here, you know, and I, that's it. I, I, I'm just rambling at this point. No, you're so. good. You're good. I appreciate all of that. That was really, uh, again, very illuminating. And I will say that I know, again, you didn't intend for it to be these little movements, but your path to take, I think it also takes like that self-actualization self actualization always comes later in life, right? It doesn't happen. We want it earlier. We wish we had it earlier or sooner, you know, but it always seems to come later. So your path to take also seems to, to me, occur at that point in the, you know, of the overall movements, like, oh, later on we get the, the, the realization. Uh, also, I want to highlight the uh, bonus track that is on the digital download only. Uh, the two contradicting truths, because I did get to hear that. I thought it was a very interesting contrast to the final part truth, but also like, you know, clearly it sits outside the whole, but I do feel like it is, you know, I hope people go out of their way to hear this thing, because I do think it's a pretty great piece. That's nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. It was kind of like, uh, it wasn't meant to be with it, but I felt that uh, it kind of kind of goes with it in a way. And it's, it's just music. I mean, it's, there's no words, no voice. 
and and I thought the subject matter it fit with. So, you know, you you come to a a, a point in your life where you you know the truth about things, and then there's contradicting truths <laughs> that uh, make them difficult to uh, ascertain as to what what's right for you. You know, so I'm speaking broadly on that. You know. Of course. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to share or highlight coming up for you? Obviously, you're working on the soundtrack and all these other exciting things. Uh, we'll link everything in the description where we can find your your works and buy this album and and all that, uh, the band camp and, and all that. But uh, is there anything else you want to highlight or share or mention? Yeah, you know, um, I, I'm I'm having the a time of my life now, man. It's been uh, it's been different to be okay with uh being who i am and uh i've lost a lot of weight so a lot of people probably wouldn't recognize me it's been healthy weight loss it's taken quite a few years and it's uh all due to realizing what the truth is for me and uh i definitely i, I i'm also working on another project called the dark odyssey with a uh stop motion uh filmmaker by the name of Michael Levine. He used to be a famous rock photographer and now he's making stop motion films and I'm doing the soundtrack for that coming up and I'm really excited about what he's doing. It's it's amazing. Um, he's, you just have to go look that up. Will do. Uh, Thomas Andrew Doyle, it's been a thrill to chat with you again and thank you so much for sharing all your insights and I really do hope people check out Forgotten Sciences coming on June 23rd. And I uh, just wish you all the best, my friend. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you, Keith. I really appreciate your time today. This has been another episode of the Ghost Cult Magazine podcast. Check us out at ghostcultmag.com and follow our socials at Ghost Cult Mag. Until the next time, peace. Peace.